Yirmiyo chapter 24. And chapter 24 begins with a vision. It's a brief chapter. Hirani Hashem vine shnei dudae teinim muadim Hashem. I see, says Yirmiyo, God showed me two baskets of figs in front of the temple. And this vision takes place achare haglot nebuchanetza melch bavel at Yechonyo ben Yehoyakim Melech Yehuda, after Yechonyo was exiled, this is the first exile. So the first exile is the exile of Yehoyakim of Yechonya, together with, and the verse continues at Sarei Yehuda with the princes of Judah, at the Harash v'etamasgeir Yerushalayim, the craftsmen and the smiths from Yerushalayim. In other words, the aristocracy, the elite. Those who were exiled first. This is before the destruction of the temple. But it's the first exile. And all those people, Vayiviyem Bavel, are brought to Bavel. So we have now a community of Jews living in Bavel prior to the destruction of the temple. And not just any old Jews, but apparently the leading Jews of the land of Israel. They're in Bavel. That's the context for this vision that Yermiel sees. In the vision, in front of the temple, there are two baskets. The baskets have figs. Hadud echad, in verse 2, Hadud echad tenim tovot no'od. So in one basket, the figs are very good figs. Kitene bakurot, first ripened figs. And the other basket, the other one, tenim ro'ot mo'od, asher no me ro'a, inedible. The other figs are inedible, very bad figs. That's what Yermio sees. And now, this vision is explained to him. God explains the vision to Yermio. First, God says, what do you see? Yermio responds, I see very good figs and very, very bad figs. Can't be eaten. So he sees. Now, what does it mean? So now here, in this vision, God explains the vision to Yermio. And what God says, at least two baskets, each one represents different parts of the Jewish community. The good figs, paradoxically, represent the Jews who are in exile. I have sent them to Bavel for their own good. I will look over them for good. I will bring them back to this land. It doesn't say when, but I will bring them back. I'll build them up. I will not tear them down. I'll plant them. I will not forsake them. That's the language that we find in the beginning of the book. Yemiel's responsibility was to be bring the message of God, a message about tearing down and destruction, but also of building and planting. As far as the other basket of figs are concerned, that can't be eaten, those are the Jews who presently live in the land of Israel, in Yehuda. That's Tzidki Yahu. He's the king after Yehoiakim, after Yehoiachin. He's one of the primary kings in the book of Yirmiyahu. His officers, etc., those left in the land. And I will make them, those people, a horror, an evil to the kingdom of the earth, 
משל שנינה קללה בכל המקומות אשר עדיכם שם. So paradoxically, the ones here who are presently here, they're the ones who will be forsaken, they're the ones who will find disgrace, but the ones who have already been sent into exile, the Jews in Babel, will be washed over by God and ultimately brought back to the land. That's chapter 24. Now chapter 24 has a sister chapter, which is chapter 29. Chapter 29 begins with Eilud Divrei HaSefer Asher Shalach Yirmiyah HaNavim Yerushalayim El Yeter Ziknei HaGolah El HaKohanim V'El Hanviyim V'El Kol Ha'am Asher Heglan Nebuchadnezzar Yerushalayim Bavela So what's interesting is that Yirmiyah has two, when it comes to the Jewish people, he has two different charges. One is Yemiyahu, unlike, for example, Yechezkel, who lives in exile. Yemiyahu lives in the land, but his prophecy is not limited to the Jews who are presently in the land. He prophesies to and about the Jews who are already in Bavel. That's his responsibility. And in chapter 29, he actually sends a letter, a sefer, to those living in Bavel. And his sefer, which is delivered, we are told, in chapter 29, after the first exile. It's exactly parallel to our chapter. The craftsmen, the smiths, the aristocracy, he sends them a letter. And his letter, in chapter 29, is very important. It's Benu Batim Vashehu. Build houses, Stay there. Nitu ganot. Plant your gardens. Echuot piryan. And eat the fruit. Chapter 29, verse number 5. So there he speaks about them planting. And in our chapter, it talks about God saying, I will plant them. I will bring them back into the land and plant them back into the land. So the two prophecies are related to each other. That is to say, the prophecy of Yirmiyot is about present destruction. But there's the other side of Yirmiyot's prophecies, which is the promise and the hope for the future. And you have to accept the present, says Yirmiyot, because that's God's will. So you have to live in Babel, settle in Babel. Things will be well for you there. And someday you will return. And this message that of Yirmiyot is delivered in a letter to the people living in Babel. Now, the same way that the prophets of Judah and the priests of Judah contradict what Yermio says in the land of Israel, the same way we discover in chapter 29 and beyond that there are prophets in Babel who say precisely the opposite of what Yermio was saying. So it parallels, actually. The same struggles that Yermio encounters in Judah he will encounter in Babel as well. The same prophets have a different message. They talk about a return in the, sh- in the short term. They talk about restoration in the short term. And Yermio insists that restoration can only come in the long term and not the short term. But it is important, and this is the point of chapter 24, to take into account that Yermio is a prophet who resides in Israel, but his prophecy extends to Jews wherever 
they are. In fact, the prophecies of Yirmiyahu are not limited to the Jews at all. There are prophecies to the Jews in Israel and Babel, and there are also prophecies about and actually to the nations of the world concerning their present situation, concerning Babel and Nebuchadnezzar, and the message is consistent that for whatever reason, God's will at the present is that Babel has supremacy, and to try to undo that would be counter to God's will. So that's the message the prophet has. It's a message to the world, but in terms of the Jewish people, it's a message where he is, but it's also a message, an important message, to those who are already dispersed. Paradoxically, those in exile will be returned. Those are the good figs. Come back to the temple, as it were. And those who are presently here, they're the ones who will be disgraced.